Don't do it. Don't do it. We're going to start it right now. So today, this is kind of unexpected. We have oh, yeah, it's unexpected. Expected, yeah, unexpected. <laughs> so neither one of our guests here today had any intentions of waking up this morning and being on our podcast. Is that a fair assumption? Very fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you, how is that how you say it right? Popham, I don't know. I never really learned how to say it. Just whatever. What did your dad call you? Both of them. Are you allowed to say? No. What was your childhood like? What, 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 childhood? Yeah. What, what was growing <laughs> up with Jimmy? I mean, you're such an interesting guy as an adult. I want to know what you, what, I mean, did, did your dad drop you or mom drop you? Or, I mean, what? No, I, <clears throat> I dropped myself. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did the rodeo. Uh, saddle bronc riding and mountain biking. Everything I did, I got dropped, so. <laughs> that explains a little. <laughs> that explains a lot, Jimmy. And we also have Jess. Say hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. No. So this is Jess, Jessica Lunsky. Lunsky. She works here. She she answers the phone. and uh, I wouldn't she, do the podcast, so she had to come in here with her. <laughs> Jimmy needed somebody to hold her hand, hold his hand. So, so anyways, we're going to do a quick podcast here. Um, fun stories. I've hunted with him a little bit, and uh, I want to hear some doc stories by the end of this. Doc Soa. Do- Larry Doc Soa. If... if uh, a lot of people probably read his articles in the Full Cry. Yeah. What association was that with? The t- uh, Tennessee Tree and Brendels Association. <clears throat> yeah. So, Kerman. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. So, we're going to talk about some curs. We're gonna, you, you're kind of not living the dream. I mean, you're kind of falling out of love with that. No, I, I love the dogs. I've got some high-powered hound pups I'm going to start messing with. Before, I always liked to have one hound and a bunch of curs. I'm going to have a bunch of hounds and one cur. Go the other way. You just try that for a little while. Yeah. See if that flips the the success ratio, or what are you trying to do? What are you trying to achieve? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like everybody else, just running right, around so. with these dogs. So, uh, um, you're up there in Estacada, Estacada. Mm-hmm. All the fires came right. I mean, right to you. Yeah. Knocked out all our hunting pretty much. I get to your yard. I'd say about 800 yards. Some three houses burned on our road. I can't see it unless I walk over the hill, but it's pretty dirty. Come through there, pretty dirty. And do you uh, do you wish your phone going off or mine? Yeah, that's yours. Never mind. So, so another another interesting topic about Jimmy is you were you had your red card for firefight. I still got it. Still got it. And, uh, <laughs> how much equipment did you have parked in front of your house until recently? Uh, two Type Six engines and every kind of every kind of hand tool you could imagine. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> she took everything. Yeah. Well, it was all hers, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long ago? How long before that fire hit was that equipment parked there? A month and a half. Wow. Oh, wow. Anyway, so yeah, he, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, he would have been, you would have been the star of Estacada. You would have, you would have had the whole show all come running to your house. I called the insurance company. I was thinking I was getting a new house. It didn't work out that way. <laughs> you were out hunting last? Yeah, my buddies had some, some good deer tags and I just went and camped with them and took my dogs and really dry, horrible dry and dusty, but did some exercising and did you get yelled at by anybody? No, that's that's. I've always been terrified going out during rifle deer season, and every person I came up upon, they were smiling from ear to ear when they saw them dogs. So Eastern Oregon type people, I don't know, but they were all nice. They wanted to talk, and no one was upset. And I said, you know, I'll go this way if you want to go that way, and they said, oh, I don't care. So around here, you know, they they had heard about you. They knew you weren't catching anything. Else. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> yeah, he can't hurt nothing. I told him, I said, there's no deer in here either. And they said, how oh, you know? I said, them two dogs will let you know. <laughs> two young ones. Get a deer race. No, I, nothing. Oh, man. So, Jess, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where'd you come from? 
great old state of North Dakota. North Dakota. Four years ago. Four years ago. How long yep. you been here working with us? Oh, it'll be four years, the beginning of November. Beginning of November. Mm-hmm. And my headset off so you can tell Jimmy how you like it or don't like it. <laughs> I actually love it. Right on. We're going to keep you around. You do a good job. Well, good. Thanks. <laughs> there's, a, there's a joke in the shop, Jimmy, that <laughs> if you want something done in the shop. There's like a flow chart. Oh, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> do you want to ask for Jess or Shannon or Mike or you get, ask for one of those, you'll get it to take care of. But if you ask for me, I'm going to screw something up. <laughs> um, very true. But, uh, they're they're going to make a ch- flow chart. You know, you take one of the flow charts mm-hmm. and it's going to be like, me, I'm going to be in the middle. And like, then it's going to be like curly cues and every arrow is going to point away <laughs> from buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, do you need help? Yes. Do you want it done correctly? Yes. And it's like always goes away from buddy. You know, if you want, if you want it screwed up, you know, it's going to go to, there's going to be no path to me because they, they just try to protect, uh, they, uh, Sometimes I don't think I'm welcome in the shop. <laughs> they try to get me out of here. It's fine with me. I just go hunting. But there's yeah. nowhere to hunt right now. So You get a hunt with Larry Sella. Yes. He, yeah. He's, when did you meet Doc? At least 11 or 12 years ago. I would like to have Doc on here, but, you know, I think it would be a... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just as bad, but you should hear our, uh, our phone conversation. There'll be two minutes of dead silence. <laughs> that's what i'm exactly you i mean he you talk when you ask doc so a question i mean he just stopped he just shuts his mouth maybe two minutes later you'll just get a a word or two i mean you don't get much out of not i mean you have to decipher and you have to to figure him out so i figured it'd be better to have you on the the podcast to relate doc mm-hmm. because i think we'd have just a lot of me asking questions and having to wait two minutes and probably get a little mm-hmm. he may not <laughs> at all just nod or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But that that wouldn't come across the podcast very good. So you say he's, st- he, you, how did you meet him? I mean, what was the first, first time you met Doc? What, what, tell me about that. Um, <clears throat> so I started with Beagles. Still it is. still is my nickname, but I had Beagles and somehow I got over to Herb Kennedy's with these Beagles because I didn't know how to hunt them or where to go and he had some spots. So I got, went over to Herb's and I didn't know what big dogs even were. I didn't know there was, and he had these magazines with tree dogs and stuff on them. Herb did. Yes. And right I, up here, right up the road. Yep. Like, like I could, the, the first time, Jimmy, I was moving in to my house, I heard dogs barking. Them are hounds. Yeah. And I had boxes on the, and I like, told my wife, I was like, I go talk to them. So we see where those are. I drove up the road and it was, it was Herb Kennedy. I probably shouldn't have gone in with, with when I was still unloading the U-Haul or whatever, but because he started talking and it took me a little while to get out of there. But <laughs> for anybody that doesn't know, Herb, Herb used to live. You know, I don't know, 600 yards, 700 yards mm-hmm. up the road from me, and I could hear his dog barking. So, continue on. You you went to Herb. And I saw these magazines, and he started talking about coon hunting and stuff. And so then I called Jim G, the guy that uh, got me into the Beagles, and I said, I want to see what these big dogs are all about. He said, No, you don't. But Jim G had in the day, and he hunted with Doc and Rod and all them guys. But Jim G was my only c- connection. So he, he goes, What are you doing today? I said, Nothing. He said, Let, I'll take you to meet a guy. In his rig, and we go over to this Doc Soa's house, Larry's house, and it was uh, on the corner with no teeth, no shirt on, and slacks. That <laughs> <laughs> was 10 or, that's maybe 13 years ago, maybe. Yeah. And I met him. He didn't say much. And Jim G said, so when's the last time you've been hunting, Larry? He said, not since yesterday. <laughs> so he had all these these uh, Tennessee Brindle cur dogs everywhere. But I didn't know a cur dog from a hound dog or anything. They're just a big dog that might do something. And Yeah. Of course, I want a dog immediately. No patience. Jimmy don't have no patience. No. Well, that's how I got the beagles. I mean, I went. 
I saw these beagles run at Vancouver Lake, and I went online and found this beagle kennel, and I had beagles that night. <laughs> so we go over to we go over, and he's got these dogs. And I said, "You got any dogs for sale?" Was talking and this and that. Those guys are talking. I'm just watching, and you know, everybody's got a dog for sale. <laughs> everybody. I'm you know, when you want a, a young new guy wants a dog, it, that's everybody's dream. Because go, you got any dogs for sale? And he, Larry points in this cage and says, "That one, that dog's looking for a home." And Jim G starts laughing. I'm telling you, you're going to be taking a dog home. <laughs> and we put this dog in a crate. Dog's name Elmo. I made it one night. I was told to take <laughs> that dog back where I got it. <laughs> one night, huh? Yeah. And oh, Elmo just slept on the patio on a ball. I was so excited I had Elmo. Herb said that dog might swim. It might do this and that. And on and on and on. So I went back. I called Doc. I said, I got to bring this dog back. He's like, okay. <laughs> And uh, the dog back, and there was like 21 of them dogs running up down the driveway. Just I'd never seen anything like it. Because when I was there the day, the day before, there I didn't see hardly any. But all these dogs were running around. I give the dog back, and uh, that was it. I said, I'm sorry to let you down. He's like, oh, no problem. And, you know, I was upset I had to give the dog back after one day. And get, then a, it gave me a month to to reevaluate this whole situation. And I called him up, and I he goes, I didn't think you liked me or the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I started. And I didn't want no cur dog then, though. I thought they were goofy looking. I wanted a hound dog. And I had them full cries. And on the first or second page was a big old blue tick dog food ad with a kid. And I had to have me a blue tick. And, and that brings us to fancy. Yeah. So I found that blue tick ad in that full cry. And I called this guy up. and when, The same day? I mean, it was. I had to have me a blue tick and on a plane. And that was it. It was a pretty decent little dog. Yeah. She had, she had some holes. I caught more game with that dog then than <laughs> the past five years. <laughs> with all these curves. Yeah. Oh, man. I always we always joke. Me and Jimmy, you know, I, I run the hounds and he runs curves, and so we always banter back and forth. So all those cur men out there, you know, don't don't beat me up too much. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, out there somewhere. You know, my favorite, I got two doc, I, I got two doc stories that uh, was hunting with uh Bear hunting mm-hmm. up there, and I had a little red dog, a little copper. And uh, we're coming through the gate, and Rod's up ahead, and he's like, You won't believe what just crossed the road. And I mean, I'm just like, Oh, right on. You know, I mean, I, I don't even know if I seen a bear by then. I mean, I, I killed my bear without dogs, but I don't think I'd seen a bear in a tree. So I was all excited. I gung ho come up there, and, and there's Doc and Larry, and uh, starting to bear, and I'm talking. 20 dogs just screaming off to the right. A bunch going, of cur dogs turned loose. Ton of, ton of cur dogs. Larry and Doc. They had, Larry, uh, Doc, uh, Rod had, had, uh, anyways, there's just a ton of curs going off to the right. And I was the new, new guy. So you always had to wait to get, oh, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you, you don't just open your dog box. <laughs> no, no. You look at them and, and, you know, ask permission and, and, which and, is still done right now. Oh, yeah. That's pretty, pretty courteous when you're the, the new guy. And, uh, Rod and, Larry just kind of give me the nod, and I mean, I'm just kidding, candy store. I run around the back, open the dog, and my dog goes left. I mean, all these dogs are just screaming to the right, and my dog goes left, and uh, just opening. I mean, just beautiful mouth. I mean, that dog could flat fly on a track, and um, I'm sitting there thinking she's running it backwards, and so I'm like, ah, oh, you know, and this is before GPSs, and uh, kind of waiting for her to maybe slow down or something, figure it out. You, you know, there's... 20 curs running this way, making a racket, <laughs> you know, and one dog going the wrong way. And, uh, so I'm just sitting there, not sure exactly what to do. And, uh, doc just, you know, he, he 
is that what he chews on or he just plays with his you know he's chewing on something and you're gonna you're gonna get that dog on the bear or you just gonna let it continue to run this deer (laughs) yeah and i'll be damned i so i got my truck she's going out of hearing and i got my truck and i'll be damned if she wasn't flat on a deer i mean i i don't know how that happened and how he knew of that (laughs) i mean out of the whole racket i had no clue and he was right 100 percent right yeah he was good about that he opened his mouth you better listen (laughs) he didn't talk a lot but the few words that he did say kind of carried a lot of weight like yeah. I only get a couple words. So you got piles of Larry stories. I got a lot. <laughs> have you ever talked? Have you ever met Larry? Mm-mm. Oh, man. You're just going to be quiet then. Even if he's not going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's enjoyable the first time you meet Doc. It is not. He sounds interesting. Oh, man. Tim Cook's got a lot of Doc stories, too. You know, we were at uh, OESDA and uh, we were sitting around. This is when I, when I really learned, yet, like, Jock, Doc had a a dry sense of humor. I mean, super dry. And uh, we were sitting around ODSDA, and it was Chris Egbert. We were, we were just a couple of us talking, and Doc was sitting there. And, and so Doc's a vet. I mean, he he was a veterinarian, right? Mm-hmm. And he also was a... Clackamas County Commissioner. Commissioner. The legislator. I think a state legislator at some point. But anyways, Doc had, you know, he has a pretty impressive resume. You don't talk much. So, so Chris Egbert had some small issue, you know, and it was just something small. We're all new guys there. It was a blown pad or something, you know, just something, something that we all deal with. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, but he's asking Doc about it. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I just, this dog keeps blowing pads and I don't know what to do. And it may not have been blown pads. I mean, but it was a really minor issue. And, uh, you know, something that you just have to kind of work through. And what do you think I should do, Doc? And, and Doc just looks at him and goes, well, I'd probably put it down. And then he just went back to talking, you know, just being quiet and listening. None of us, you know, we all just kind of laughed and, you know, just like didn't think nothing of it. And, uh, boy, Chris, about 20 minutes later, you really think I should put that dog down? <laughs> <laughs> the whole day. I mean, and that's the only time I've seen Doc smile. I'll tell you what, he just cracked it. Just the slightest smile that I ever seen. And yeah. I was like, that guy knew. I mean, he was just like, "Yep, I got you." That was that was that was my favorite. Moment. One time I seen Doc smile. I haven't seen him smile ever since then. That was the one time mm-hmm. he had got you. <laughs> it's Jess. Yes. You went out with us a little bit. What do you think about the the dogs? I mean, what what do you think about our customers? Oh, I love our customers. Yeah. I don't know. I just enjoy talking to them, and it's always good to hear a story, even though I really had no idea that. Hound hunting even existed, so you guys took a huge risk on me. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard the, the the story from Jess? My hiring story. The hiring story. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, we're getting ready to have a, a full on restroom, but at the time we hired <laughs> Jess, we uh, we had a outhouse, a little porta potty, mm-hmm. right? Because we just didn't have the. We're, we're interviewing Jess, and we're me and Matt, and we're nervous, I and mean, we're kind of like, ah, oh, man. We got. We don't really want a gal in the building, you know, in the facilities, and and so uh, <clears throat> she's interviewing. Awesome. I mean, just we're looking at it, and and uh, and so this is after you guys denied me. That's right. We should talk about the <laughs> denial. We, I got some denied stories. For you. <laughs> <laughs> we back up here. We'll tell the denial story first. So, anyways, so I'm going through all the applicants, and uh, on Indeed or mm-hmm, it was I, Indeed, Indeed, right? Yep. So. I'm going through there, and we're going through the applicants, and, and I click a button that denied every single applicant. Like, we had already kind of narrowed it down, 
and I'm in this program, and it's like, and it sent out denial applications to everybody. So all of the people that we had, Jess was who we wanted to to uh, hire, and she got this email that, uh, mm-hmm, that nice to meet you type of deal. Yeah. 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 Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, basically. And so me and Matt are sitting there like, crap, you know, so, so, she, so Matt calls. And I had Matt. just moved here, so I was looking for jobs. Like, my husband already had a job, which is what brought us out here. Yeah. And... So I'm just applying and I saw that, you know, W and I saw it was like going away from traffic because coming from North Dakota, that was like my huge like concern about coming out here is because we don't have big cities with big city traffic like what Portland. So I had a lot of anxiety about having to drive in traffic. Mm-hmm. So I saw that this one was available. I was like, OK, that's going the opposite direction of everything. I'm like, perfect. You know, the hours were great. The job seemed like it was something I'd be interested in job hunting so when i got the denial letter i was like well crap you know so i had other, <laughs> other interviews and stuff like that so i accepted a job that was really close to where we were living at the time a and hotel. then a hotel because i had several years of hotel front desk experience and so then i think it was matt that had called and he's like oh we got this and i'm like you know we accidentally denied you know would you like to come in for an interview and i'm like you know i'm really sorry but i've already accepted another job Stick it, Matt. Stick it. <laughs> like she's like putting it back in her face. Yeah. So I started the other job and I just realized it was not going to be what um I didn't want to do it any hotel anymore and they were gonna have me on late shifts on the weekends. I'm like, Oh, that's not gonna be good when it's just me and my husband out here and he's working creepy Monday boss. through very creepy boss. Not not like it no, <laughs> you yeah, got a creepy no. boss now, but you know, it was even worse than me. Yeah, yeah. it was it was like the last straw. So the one morning my husband is like i don't want to start a fight and i'm like oh gosh he's like can you tell me i have to get up earlier because we're sharing a bathroom like coming from a you know we both had our own bathroom at our old place and they're coming and sharing a one bedroom one bathroom apartment i'm like oh he's gonna tell me i have to get up earlier and stuff he's like i think you should call them back i want to sound like i'm like begging for a job desperate yeah so i called back and i guess matt, matt. was super excited <laughs> yeah matt he, he gets the phone and he's like, you W, and, and it was Jess, and she's like, yeah, this, and, and Matt's like, please hold. Yeah, he sounded like he was irritated yeah. that I called back. <laughs> he, he hits the hold button, you know what I mean, and, and sits there, and he goes, she's back, she's back. <laughs> no, we had a little dance there, like, we got her back on the line, because was, it was by far and large the best pick out of the whole interview, and we had 150, you know, applications, and, and this was our first pick, and uh, and he's just like, and so he just collects himself and we had like honestly we were like yelling in the shop like don't don't screw it up (laughs) i have to beep that out um and so he goes back on and he goes i don't even know what he said but he He gets back in a professional voice yeah (laughs) asked me if i could come in for an interview and i think i had said well anytime after 3 30 because i was had started working and i was off at three and he's like okay how about 3 30 and i'm like sure and i'm like how am i gonna do this i get off work at three and i have to drive from salmon creek up here so I made it here, but while going back to like what Betty was originally saying, I was I was walking in, I was putting my phone on silent, so I wasn't really looking at my surroundings. Yeah, and so we were one of the last questions was, "Are you going to be okay having a restroom facility outside mm-hmm. like that?" You know, and, and referring to the, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I'd really have to think about that." You know, I don't know. And me and Matt are like, "Oh my god!" and uh, Anyways, we were talking a little bit. Go, yeah, I know it's pretty. It's, it's a pretty crappy deal. You know what I mean? Like we're just trying to survive whatever we can. <laughs> I mean, we're small. Mm-hmm. 
And she goes, oh, you got a, you got a porta potty? Yeah, they said something about like, we have a porta potty. I'm like, oh, I was like all excited for some reason. I thought I was gonna have to go like out in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, out in the bushes. Yeah, Coming it's... from North Dakota, it wasn't like a far stretch. I was but... like, no, we aren't that bad. I mean, come on, we we got a porta potty. We can go running water, not running water. We got pump it. But yeah. Anyway, so so whenever we whenever it was like, man, not only is she the top on her, she was. I was, was willing to go to the she bathroom. She was at least considering. <laughs> Because <laughs> you'd have to go and jump behind the bushes. I'm like, that's our, she's going to relate just fine with our customers, man. But, oh, so that's our. Not my our proudest moment, story. I guess, but. We we were just like, I mean, we were, we were deflated. We were like, yeah, because there ain't too many, you know, that it's not glamorous here. You know what I mean? I know everybody's a double U thing. It's like, oh, it's a glamorous thing. You walk in our shop and it's, it's small. Did, did I tell you we're moving? We're renting a building. Yeah, we're gonna move to to Battleground. We're gonna have a full. I mean, Jess is gonna have her own bath. I mean, we're gonna have <laughs> I'm gonna a whole. Have it's gonna be sink. like Jess's bathroom. She's <laughs> she's gonna, but we'll have a whole bathroom, and we're gonna move down to Battleground. Get the paint a moon on the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we should do. We uh, I, I got tired of the county. The county is absolutely driving me nuts. It was gonna be bad. I was gonna be on the news, so I figured I better just move. Yeah, yeah. it's been a long process. A <laughs> couple years, so. <laughs> So that's her Jess story. Yeah. Yeah. She was, and she, she's my, my go-to person. If I need something done, I'll even email her. Like, <laughs> she knows do. when I'm not going to be in the morning. She's like, yeah, I figured you weren't going to be here this morning because you emailed me. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was a bill or what it was it today. Yeah. It was a payment reminder. Yeah. I was like, hey, Jess, can we get this knocked out in the morning? I was like, no, either means he thinks he's going to forget. And I was like, well, it came from general mail, so it's probably still in there. Or that means that he's telling me to go ahead and pay it because he's not going to be in. <laughs> I'm going to go play with dogs. Yeah. So, so back to Jimmy, Mr. Jimmy. So you got you got your dog. What did dog think about that hound? Oh, he made fun of her the whole time. Never stopped. One time we were driving up the Clackamas and up the 70 or 71 looking off in that big hole down there. And he claims he never owned a hound in his life, but it's not true, but. He said, yeah, you're I You're wrecking them right now. What's that? I said, there's a lot of people probably believe him. You're wrecking them. You just wrecked them. <laughs> wrecked what? His, his story about never owning the hound. <laughs> he said, I had a blue tick one time. I said, yeah, you did, you did, huh? He said, yeah. Came up here. He, he ran a deer on me. He's still up here somewhere. I never did find him. <laughs> That's back before callers. He said he started a deer and I never found him because he's still up here somewhere running it. <laughs> Oh. But he made fun of that dog constantly. You were uh, you were telling me your 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 uh, your story about him just this, just earlier. I, I wanted to hear. I think you should tell everybody. Oh, the big bear hunt. Yeah, yeah. You're when you when you're bear hunting with him. Uh, we actually do have a, a damage control bear permit. It's a at uh, Deerdorf's tree farm. That thing that thing did burn down. His house, everything. Oh, really? That piece of property. Yeah, the whole thing's gone. But uh, so we had this damage control permit fancy dog and i had another blue tick i called grandma blue and she was some blue tick that i had to have an older dog when you're shopping it's three years old but she's probably like seven seven <laughs> but anyway she she'd strike anything in the woods but if i get this big rip roaring strike ripping around there and we're trying to we had two rigs in there he pulls over i pull up behind him they got this thing bait up i said you i said they caught it they caught it and you want to go see it he's like nope <laughs> Nope. So I go running in there. I mean, they've ran this thing for 13 seconds. You know, I think I got a bear bait up, <laughs> which could happen, I guess. But um, I go in there, and then pretty soon dogs are squealing. I come stomping out of there, and he's eating his jello. 
<laughs> he looks right at me and goes, you got elk bait up? So he knew what I had going. He didn't want to go look at this big, you know, bear I had caught. It was an elk. He'd, he'd figured it out before you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and he didn't say nothing. He didn't give you any indication. Oh, no. Otherwise. I mean, that- another time we seen one, we were going down this road, you know, after weeks of driving around there with these, my dogs and runs across the road. And he he goes, what was that? And you see it. <laughs> he goes, what was that? <laughs> and <laughs> this bear runs across the road. And I'm thinking, okay, this is it. I seen the bear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, this is done. You're like excited. <laughs> I yard these dogs out of the box and they don't do anything. Fancy just kind of whines. She goes, oh, Grandma Blue, she went kind of down the brush where it came from, came back out, looked at me. And I'm raging mad. I'm hissing and squealing and doing everything you can, you know, making every noise and trying to get him to go. He's like, take the shotgun collar off. That's why they're not running. I take the collar off. Nothing. <laughs> they won't do nothing. I put them back in the truck. It's bombing out of there. Like way too fast for, for the road. He's like, you don't have to beat your truck up over it. <laughs> and I go, whoa. I go, what do you think my dogs were going to do? He goes, just that. <laughs> Like, what would your dogs would have done on that? He said, you just would have heard a roar all the way from town. I was so mad. <laughs> that was a long time ago, but that was, my bear career was pretty short. You didn't, you didn't hang out that long. You, I, I read with Doc, it would have been a pretty rough career for you. It, oh. You'd have to have a pretty, I mean, to hunt with Doc, you got to have a, you got to be able to take a hit or two. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going to, he's going to beat you up. Especially if you got hounds. Yeah, then I got leopard curs, and he even slurred them because they weren't real curs. <laughs> they, every time they barked, he said, that's a hound. You can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I How old is Doc? Oh, 74 maybe, 75. Is he still getting out some? Oh, yeah. He goes up to his, well, his range where he calls it the range, his little tree farm, and he takes a load of dog, lets him run around. And When's the last time you went out together with him? Well, I'm afraid this i don't want to get him sick i don't know if i believe in it or not but oh yeah mm. say COVID doesn't exist until i don't want to be around and you know what's he saying he says it kills people <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't slowed down any no yeah no i there's a couple times i run into up in the mountain character i mean i i really wish we could get him on the podcast but it would just not be a i mean it would it would be a horrible podcast i know it <laughs> it might be so horrible, it's good. It might be. I mean, I, I just know I'm going to keep talking, try to fill the space, and he's going to look at me, and it's going to get worse. And then I'm going to start getting really self-conscious about it because he's just looking at me like I'm an idiot, and, and he probably wouldn't understand any of this. I don't even know if he has a smartphone. No. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, yeah. First time him, and they come up and did the, and him, he just, I mean, trying to show him how to run that was. No, it's not. it's not there. It wasn't there. It was, and he'd just look at you, and, and you couldn't, you could th- try to figure out what he was thinking, but he just didn't say much, and so trying to, uh, trying to decipher that was not healthy. So like me right away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, one thing you take those old timers hunting, they don't, they don't look at that crap. Mm-mm. You start a track, and he'll be down the road 300 yards listening, and I'm staring at that stupid GPS, so, which I've gotten way away from now, but. I, before I'd never get, I just stare at the GPS. Even if I got out, I mean, he would, you know, be listening to the dogs and he'd know which way they're going to go. He said, they're going to go up this way and through here. And, and you're sitting there telling them, no, no, it's going to like GPS. A couple of times. 
and then he's normally when running. we have t- when we had back when we had two rigs up there he'd start taking off i go where are you going <laughs> he said i'm going to the dogs they're gonna go up here and go over here i said no they're over here i promise you <laughs> and yeah you argue on the mountain yeah but he would he would go he was trying to go where he thought those dogs would go because he doesn't look at no jeep <clears throat> a lot of times the, you hear the sound, and those old timers. I mean, they had to be good at it because you, you hunted you hunt before the GPSs. Maybe six months. I did a little bit, but it was it was challenging. You know what I mean? Like it would just go out of hearing, and you're just like, okay. And, and you spend a lot of time trying to. I mean, I can't imagine how those guys did it back with no before. callers. Period. No callers. Period. And just he got his first callers from Fish and Wildlife. Oh, really? From the man. Hmm. That that just amazes me. Like I now we won't even turn loose, so we don't have a garment. We're scared. We're terrified. <laughs> like, won't even, let, like, won't even let the dog out of the yard almost. It's like, man. Ain't that something? Like, even when I'm up camping? Yeah. I mean, I'm better now, but I'd call them suckers up just to let them out around the truck at the camp. That's how <laughs> goofy I am. Oh, yeah. It's hard enough to get them to do something when you're hunting, let alone just feeding them there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I uh, heck, I'm at the point where I want to. Oh, before I let them out of my yard, they're normally going my truck, but they want to mill around my truck, and I'm like, go mess with the rabbit or something <laughs> like that. I'm, I don't know. Um, what other what other stories you got? Well, you you uh you got to have a pile of solo stories. I mean, I I can't imagine. That's got to be pretty fun. I always listen to you. No, I've hunted with them mostly the whole time. You ever hunt with Herb? Yes. How was that? Herb Herb passed away. I don't know how many years ago. Anybody around here knows, but he's a he's a black guy up here in the northwest, and there wasn't too many people up here, and especially not in the hound world. I mean, it was fun to hunt with. I went with him a few times. He liked to go hunting at night, which I don't do that anymore. But we were coming back from the coast. He was driving. I was drifting off. We were heading back home in daylight, and he was on the wrong side of the road all the way over. I said, "You're on the wrong side of the road." He goes, "Oh, I am, aren't I?" <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but we hunted. Oh man, that was what a mess. That hunting at night just ain't that fun. I gave up. I was telling. Jason, my last one, that uh, the last time I night hunted, I could I could tie it down to a, a vet bill because I had a porcupine and I couldn't get all the quills out. So me and Laura had to go two thirty in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. I mean, dead tired, sitting at a vet bill waiting or wet office trying to get the rest, you know, get quills the, out of a mouth. The yeah. porcupines are lurking in the night. Oh, it it was. I had a dog that just hated those things. I mean, you loved could, them or hated them. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not positive, but could not avoid them. I mean, it didn't matter. She would seek out a porcupine. That was like, that was her kryptonite. Um, but yeah, no, Herb, he was a, we were up at a field trial one time and, and, uh, I was doing something, you know, it was a water race or field trial or something. And, and I don't know, my dog come in second and they headed it first, you know, second or third or something like that. Right. But they had it marked up and I was like, no, no, my dog didn't come on. It wasn't second. I said, that, that kid over there, his dog beat mine, you know, because I was just honest, you know what I mean? And and they were kind of like, you know, like, oh, don't worry about it, just whatever. And Because they didn't want to do the paperwork, and their judges had some forms filled out right. And I said, no, I, uh, Herb's like, that's right. Me and Buddy live on No Bullshit Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> we don't take no bullshit. The right dog's going to be the right dog that wins. And that's the dog that should win is the dog that won. <laughs> Oh man, but that was you know it was a big old. It was probably the last field trial I went to. I probably got kicked out of there. I don't know, but <laughs> but I was just adamant that I wasn't going to take that money. I was like, no, I'm not taking it. It wasn't mine, and you know I didn't want this other. I don't even know who it was, but pissed off, you know, thinking 
and this is before double U. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't nobody. I was just a, a kid up there with a dog that couldn't do anything. And, uh, oh no, Herb Kennedy. That's right. We, body ain't that right, buddy. We live on no bullshit avenue. <laughs> <laughs> live on the same road, man. So this is, this is officially, I wish I could get the whole name change. It'd be like double U, no bullshit at, you know. Three three seven five four. No bullshit avenue. You could probably do it. Probably a little sign made for like the new shop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see what we can do. No, I miss Herb. Herb was he'd come by here with coffee and have some coffee. Come in here and just sit and boy, he'd tell some stories about some of the old timers and Larry Soa and and uh, God Jerry Myra. He's I need mean, to get Jerry Myra on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He'd be a fun one. There's some old timers that we want to get. We need to get some people. Jess. Yes. <laughs> Tell us your favorite W story before we start wrapping this thing up. We want to do a short one today. Oh, Jimmy gosh. is 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 nervous. He's don't he's doing good though, isn't he? I think he's more nervous than I was. I gotta go buy a washer and dryer. I'm not <laughs> real happy. <laughs> what happened to your washer and dryers? I I let the smoke out of it. <laughs> you don't want to let the smoke out of anything electrical and it came out. <laughs> Once that stops, you gotta go get uh, that's, I don't even know that washer that's like Five ex-girlfriends ago, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I got good use out of it. Oh. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite story. Yeah. Well, Jimmy coming in here, he's well, always a Jimmy, fun. Jimmy, yeah, that's always like a train wreck when it comes starts happening. Like, Last, it's chaos. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Oh, couple. Oh, you came in. Yeah, those during a fire. You, you had your, you were just, you were, you were homeless. They kicked you out of your home. Yeah, I was homeless. I needed. Evacuation. I had my dogs all. All of them in one single pin. I passed you on the interstate. I was coming back, uh, actually coming back from camping up there hunting, and I passed you on the interstate. You had your generator on your dog box, and you had dogs sticking up. I had all kinds of, yeah. You look like a yard sale going down the road. Look like head of the dump. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's about right. Uh, you didn't even see me. I was hauling the trailer. I was, had a, about for 10 days there, I had a pretty good headache going. Yeah, and... Uh, Anyway, he come into the shop, Jess and Shannon, and he's he needs some <laughs> bark collars, and I mean, you're a wreck. And uh, I, well, I got some offenders, not bad for the amount of dogs I got. I got a couple that yourself included. <laughs> well, yeah, I can handle it at home, but I didn't want to have it in a residential area with mm-hmm. in one pen. Thought if we just had something to strap around their neck, slow them down. Yeah, there's only a couple dogs. But. But your car didn't work. The D nine. Soft D-nide. decline. <laughs> That's what he, he see his tail and he's calling his bank. Tell he called your bank like four times, I think. For the record, I had the money. <laughs> the bank just didn't want see, us to take it. Your account didn't work that way, right? <laughs> no, but see, the, my uh, savings account different from my checking account. It's not set up that way. <laughs> <laughs> I got to transfer some money. I got to transfer. That takes three business days. Yeah, he told us that. Anyways, there's a story I always, this was a couple of years ago. Long, t- well, more than that, probably 10 years ago. 10 years ago. He's, you're at a, you're at a mini mart. And, uh, I, what were you buying? A can of chew. It was life and death. <laughs> can of chew. <laughs> life and death. And the area town, I didn't really want to stop. You didn't want to be there long. It was a 7-Eleven type place or a plaid. And, but I had to do it. Yeah. Having a fit. Yeah. So you pull in there, slot you in your card, you get a can of chew. The place is packed. <laughs> Got a hundred people behind me. Big old, it wasn't, it wasn't Herb, it was a big old black guy right there behind the, yeah, the counter. He swipes that card and slams it down on the counter in front of everybody and yells, denied, bro. <laughs> Insufficient funds. I said, no, I got money in my account. He goes, no, you don't. <laughs> 
so now I got to prove to him that I really do have money. Plus, I want the can to chew. So I go over to the ATM, get out twenty bucks, get back in line, get back in line, <laughs> waving that twenty bucks, so everybody oh, can see. Yeah. So I get back up there by the can of chew, hand him a twenty. What did he hand me? <laughs> three bucks or something. Yeah. I turn around. I got three bucks change. I said, I gave you a 20. He goes, no, you did. <laughs> I said, okay, bye. <laughs> $17 can of chew. Oh, that's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> so when you come in and your card declines, that's what I do in the shop. I'm like, D9, bro. Insufficient funds. <laughs> I don't know why it's always got to do that. <laughs> oh. Well, Jimmy, I hope you come back on the podcast. I want to get you, there's there's a guy here local. He's a, he's a trainer, Yuri, and he has already, he's already told me he'll come on this podcast. But he does these uh, world, I mean, he's like an eight-time world champion dog trainer, you know, mm-hmm. executive protection dogs. And I mean, just makes you do every, anything that dog wants to do. He's a wild card. I mean, he's got some stories about oh, he does going to Dubai, and and he's like, oh, I got some stories I can't tell you. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to talk about those stories. <laughs> I think you'll just enjoy that. So we need to get you back on here. We're going to do a short one today because uh, you were here, and but you were really adamant that you need to get a washer and dryer. What's her name? <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> That's a bad joke. <laughs> oh, that is good. <laughs> yeah so jess you got anything to close us out with i don't think so <laughs> thank you for joining us jess we're gonna have, to have back on here again maybe with a little bit more warning maybe yeah <laughs> i just walked in and jimmy was i mean he was having a fit over this yeah jimmy was not happy so jess is just here to hold his hand mm-hmm. yeah and uh but I got we my flipped new- a coin it was either gonna be me or shannon I got my yeah. new alpha. <laughs> <laughs> that's literal jimmy i went in there and i was like okay flip flipped a coin. coin that's how i got chosen you lost the coin toss. You lost the coin toss. Yep. He says either going to be Jess or Shannon. I don't know. We're both kind of looking at each other like, mm, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then he's like, we're going to flip a coin. Oh, yeah. So, so you yeah. got your new handheld. You came up here. A new old school shirt. My W shirt. I got that. My handheld. The antennas. Pretty excited. I got the, I got a pup from uh, Gary Christensen. And you got a house to live in. Got a house. I'm glad your, your place didn't mm-hmm. burn down. I was a little bit worried. You actually, you might have just got a new house. You had a better place somewhere. It's a piece if you had had to go look for another place. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, and you got to come back on. I have to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You think you? Yeah. I want. You think you get dock? Or do you, I, I don't know that that would work. And he'll have this goofy headset on. And well, tell him that's protecting from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I think he'll buy that. He's well, got some herb stories. He's got some good stories. I mean, yeah. Who else do we need to get on? We call you the gatekeeper of the Clackamas. Everybody checks in with you when they go through the Clackamas. Oh yeah, everybody calls me. What's the snow? What's the snow? I'm like, I don't even. I ain't been up there. I'm still in bed. I don't know. <laughs> Too much snow. Too much. Who do you want to see next on the podcast? Or not next, but talk to. Yeah. Who, who do you think? Do you even listen to this podcast? I listened to it quite a bit all the way home from this Eastern Oregon war. I was okay. on. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, 45 minutes. I told you 45 or 46. So we'll get you out of here so you can go get your... Wash your, your Get one with smoke in it. <laughs> don't, don't let the smoke out. <laughs> <laughs>